Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this Chargers podcast. I am your host, Fernando Ramirez, joined, as always, by number one on your, the field, number one in your heart, but number 41 on the field, Chargers fullback Lorenzo Neal. Lorenzo, how are we doing today on this on this Tuesday uh, morning? You know what? I'm doing great. I can tell, you know, you know, you don't miss me. You're, you're <laughs> botching up our intro. I'm no longer number one in your heart. Number number 41 on your in your program, number one in your heart. I like being number 41 in your program, number one in your heart. I'm going to leave the field off now. I think that the field day is over. I still get out on the field, still go work out. But you know what? I just wanted to stay number 41 in the program, but always number one in the fans' heart, baby. That's what I'm about. I'm about being number one in the heart, baby. That's what's up, Fernando. And before we start this show off, how about a little happy, how about a little song for you? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Fernando. Happy birthday to you. Truly appreciate. Look at that. You need to go on American Idol or something like that. That's that's some good stuff. Uh, but yeah, no, I do. I do appreciate that. It's funny that you mentioned number one in your heart because obviously you're Uncle Low to me. But it's funny because everybody asks me like people are like, oh, what's Lorenzo like and everything. I'm like, dude, Lorenzo's like awesome. Like you could never like, you know how some people have personas about athletes and stuff like that. I'm like, Lorenzo's like one of the most down to earth guys I've ever met. Like, and I, and and it's true. Like you are down to earth. You're awesome and everything. But people have been asking me, they're like, what is it like to work with him? I'm like, oh my God, it's awesome. Like Lorenzo, like sometimes it feels like, I don't feel like we're recording. I feel like we're just talking and having fun. So that's honestly what this podcast literally has been. Just us getting to know each other, talking, talking some football and, and just having fun, really. And I think that's what I love Fernando about you too, man. You know, just what you know, give you a hard time and you know, <laughs> anytime you can celebrate. This is what we do, man. And we have fun doing it. I think we have a lot of fun doing it. I think a lot of the listeners enjoy us giving our perspective about the NFL, not just the charges, but just football in general. And that's what makes, I think, the show so unique because we talk not just chargers, but we talk football in general and all sports because, uh, man, I think that's what people like to hear. Yeah, no, definitely. And, I mean, obviously, like, when you talk sports, it, it feels like now everywhere it's all about the bets, too. And, I, I, Lorenzo, I feel like there's a place that we could send people who want to make that money, want to make that moolah, and go out there and uh, play some bets. What do you think? Absolutely. That's called transitioning at its finest. Look at you, you know, talking about, you know, sports is always good, but everyone wants to talk about when sports are good. What about somewhere you can make some money and you talk about a place I know. How about bet online? I love bet online. When I want to make a couple bucks or two, Fernando, when I'm looking at the weekend, I'm saying my pockets are a little light and I'm down to, you know, I'm down to my last $2 and I can't lose a one for the bus ride, one for the jukebox. I say, let me go to bet online because I'm a double down. That's right. Because I always got a winner, winner, chicken dinner. And those bets 
bets. It's very simple. Bet online. Tell the listeners what about bet online. How do they get the information? Tell me how simple it is, Fernando. All they got to do is to go to betonline.ag. And right now, I mean, the NBA playoffs are in full swing. How's Chris Paul going to do tonight with his uh, with his hurt shoulder? How's LeBron and the are the Le- LeBron and the Lakers going to bounce back? Man, Luka Doncic did a number on the Luka. Clippers. Luca, they they call him Baby Bird because of Larry Bird. So, hey, man, he gave the Clippers real trouble. So, uh, Bet Online has all this. Plus, they even cover awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Bet Online has hundreds of props with real time odds on almost anything you can imagine. So, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag. But you know what's interesting, Lorenzo? I feel like the bet right now in the NFL, and I mean, right now there's no games, schedule barely came out, all that stuff. But the bet right now, in my opinion, is where in the hell is Julio Jones going to land? It he was. I mean, I don't know if you've seen the clip, Lorenzo, but he was on Undisputed uh, via telephone yesterday. Shannon Sharp called him up and asked him, do you want to play for the Cowboys? He's like, no. He's like, do you want to stay in Atlanta? He said, no, I'm out of there. So that really made the waves and everybody's like, whoa, what is going on? Is, is he gone? Is he, are they trying to trade him? And I guess it came out yesterday, later in the evening that yes, Julio Jones has requested a trade and he wants to leave. First, Lorenzo, let me ask you, what does Julio Jones bring to whatever team he goes to? There's, I think six teams that could get him. Um, I think only three can really afford him on top of his contract so that's the thing the falcons have no money they can't even sign their rookies because they have no money so lorenzo what is a team getting from number 11 julio jones if they trade for him but a guy who's a game changer who's one of the receivers in the national football league i love watching julio play this is a guy you watch him play he can go up and get the jump ball he can go up and go up to the deep ball he can catch the ball in double and triple coverage that's what you love about this young man you saw him this four years removed from the super bowl julio had an outstanding game he was a one-man show had that game and cal Shanahan absolutely loves him look at julio and the team goes after this guy. Yes, we know he's on the 30, 30 years old. But I know when you look at a 32-year-old guy like Julio, what he brings to the table. He's a guy that's still a game who amazing plays. I have a team that gets him. I think it's going to be a contender. And I that's that me and you talk about a team that we love and a team that we're close to and we talk about all the time. And that's the Chargers. I think. I think this Charger team, everyone's act like who's far away, who's close, who's in for the hunt, who's into sweepstakes. And I think this Charger team is one of those teams that's in for the sweepstakes. And that's right, that's the sweepstakes because Julio Jones is still that type of receiver. He made double team. And you look at this Charger team, everyone thinks it's far away. They're looking at Julio as a team that every team that what team he decides. They're a lot closer than a lot of people think. I think the Chargers are not that far away. They have a good offense, great offensive line. You went out and spent top dollar on your offensive line, one of the best centers in the game. You went out and bought the, got the best tackle that money could buy, I think, that's in the draft. As far as the tackle, you went out and got Slater in the draft. You got went and beefed up your offensive line. You have the run two-headed monster running back. You went out and got better. You're better on defense. I don't think the Chargers are that far away. If you bring in a Julio, now another guy who's a veteran receiver who could help this team, I think this team can compete. And I think that it's the instant Super Bowl team, but I think it's the playoff team by Julio. No, Lorenzo, I completely agree. And the thing is, is that there's a reason why Tom Telesco saved cap space. There's a reason why the Chargers are always good when it comes to the cap. 
And the big reason is because of number 10. They have Justin Herbert under this rookie contract. It's time, Lorenzo. I mean, and I understand that, yes, you want to save the cap for all these years and for this and for that. I understand that. But if there is one big move to be made, it is now. Julio Jones could come in. He doesn't even need to be the primary receiver. You have Keenan. You have Mike Williams. You have Jared Cook at tight end. Austin Eckler at running back. You have pieces. You don't have to have Julio play every single play. Julio can rotate. You'll have a healthy rotation. It's one of those things, Lorenzo, where it's time. It's time to stop holding back. It's time to stop um i i don't know what i'm trying i know what i'm trying to say but it's like it's time to finally go for that home run piece if you go out against kansas city and you go julio jones keenan allen and mike williams with justin herbert at quarterback who is stopping you there's no defense that can stop you look at what the denver broncos did the denver broncos got ronald darby they beefed up their secondary with ronald darby they drafted Patrick Sertan, and they also got Kyle Fuller in free agency. What, like, that's a good three-headed monster they have. Well, why don't you combat that with one of the best receivers in the league in Julio Jones, one of the best route runners in the NFL with Keenan Allen, and one of the best deep ball threats in Mike Williams. Man, if you come out with that kind of lineup, there's no one stopping you. One, you ascend Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert could literally throw for 60 touchdowns, and I know – it's an embellishment, <laughs> but man, he really could if he wanted to go out there. I just think it's time for the Chargers. They're in Los Angeles. There's another team in Los Angeles that makes these big moves. They went out and they got Matthew Stafford. They want and they got they got Jalen Ramsey. They're putting butts in seats. Julio Jones, let's not forget, sells top ten jerseys. He's always top ten in jersey sales. Well, why not yeah. have that here? You could have Justin Herbert. You have Julio Jones who could sell a lot of jerseys, put butts in seats. I'm just telling you, I think it's the right moment to go. And you don't even have to give up a first rounder. You can give up a second, maybe a fourth. Because remember, you're the one swallowing that cap, that cap count. He counts 23 million. Exactly. He can I think they have to pay a part of his salary though. So it would be 15 this year, 11 next year, and 11 the year after that. Man, if you're the Chargers, you can pay that. And and remember, Mike Williams is on his fifth year option. So next year, Mike could be gone, and the Chargers still have. Josh Palmer, who they drafted in the third round, Julio Jones, and Keenan Allen. I'm telling you, Lorenzo, I think it's finally time for the Chargers to step up and go make a big splash. This is their big splash. I know Tom Telesco doesn't like doing it, but, man, this if there was ever a time, this is it. I'll tell you what. When you're talking about this, this receiving core, you think about it. This reminds me of the Chargers of old yesterday years, not even when I'm playing. I'm talking about even before that, when it's Kellen Winslow, Charlie Joyner, when you're talking about West Chandler. Think about that receiving core that they had, and they had a guy by the name of Danny Fouts. You know it, that would let it fly. You're talking about having probably a, arguably a even comparable, if not a better receiving staff. That's pretty crazy if you can compare that to that particular that particular era and, and talk about the quarterback who's could be could be damn or could be uh, uh it could be a uh, damn Fouts s so when you're in that situation i think you go for it you're talking about you got it covered you have the deep ball you got the intermediate you got the the guy who runs a great route so you have everything covered if you go out and you bring in this particular julio jones julio can make things happen so 
I think this would be a great move. I think it behooves this Charger organization to look close and say, look, here's a guy that still is a game changer. If we brought him on, he would still be the most big play potential guy on our receiving staff, even when the way the receivers are stacked, you're stacked. But I like what you mentioned, Fernando, is the durability, but not necessarily you don't need him for durability. You don't need him every play. So now you're going to get more durability. He's going to last longer because the rotation that the Chargers would have, it would be unbelievable. So I like this. I think this is a great move. Hopefully this Charger team pulled the trigger on it. And honestly, Lorenzo, again, what if the Falcons come out and said, we don't want him in the NFC? So basically, unless somebody blows them out of the water with a, a good trade, there there have been talks about the Patriots. There have been talks about the Titans. I don't know if the Chargers know this, but they're going to have to compete against both teams when it comes to the playoffs. Why would you want to lose Hunter Henry to the Patriots, allow them to get Jonu Smith, and then on top of that, have Julio Jones? Man, that, that, that offense would be way too great. Even with Cam Newton or Mac Jones, whoever the quarterback is, that's going to be very hard to compete against. Then you look at the Titans. You have to deal with big old Derrick Henry at running back, and then you have to deal with A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. Why not make it easier on yourself? Right now, I think the Chargers are top three in cap that they have left. Man, I'm telling you, Lorenzo, th this seems like a no-brainer to me, and I understand there's health concerns, but last year was the only year that he's really not been healthy. But literally, he is an impact player who could really change your franchise for the better. The Chargers have a small window where Justin Herbert is going to be on that rookie deal. Take advantage of it now. Try and go get your Super Bowl ring. I think the Chargers are, uh, honest, I'm going to be honest, I think the Chargers are a year away from really being one of the top teams in the NFL. But if you bring in Julio Jones, I think you speed that up a little bit, and boom, you literally have a team that is ready to compete this year. Maybe not make it all the way, but they'll be there right there at the end trying to compete and play their hearts out. And really, why not try and get your quarterback as many weapons as you can? I To me, this is a, like we both agree, this is a slam dunk they should go out and do this like no in a sense no matter what because it's just man julio jones just brings so much marketing wise on the field he brings everything that you need from a superstar player yeah and i think fernando i think the, the biggest point about this is bringing julio julio win now yeah. you have a top 10 offense i think and if you can make sure that if the running back position can do if you Eckler doesn't have the carry load if you can go get another guy and see if a proven commodity hopefully they did in well in draft or who they bring in if you can get that running back position a little bit more solidified and you bring in Julio I think this is a top seven I think it's a top I think I, I don't think top 10 I think it's higher than a top 10 offense and if that's the case you're good enough on offense to win and that means win a Super Bowl now the biggest hurdle, I think, because now your offensive line you got in place, but now it's going to be defense. So I do, too, believe that offensively you will be on, on schedule. You will be on time for a Super Bowl. But defensively, so I do agree with you that you're a year behind. So you do need some money because you do are going to continue to have to build that defense. Because yeah. offensively, though, if you can get Julio and you know you have him here for the next several years and you have a pretty another number one receiver, so you have those guys – I think that now you continue to build and, you know, with the, get that defense, I think you are a Super Bowl kind of caliber team. So the potential is there, especially on offense. Yeah, I agree, Lorenzo. And I mean, speaking about the defense a little bit, I mean, the Chargers were able to nab uh, Asante Samuel Jr. in the second round a couple of weeks ago in the draft. And Lorenzo, do you remember playing against his dad? Absolutely playing against his dad. It's so crazy just watching some of these guys, you know, uh, 
you know, I remember playing in New England and playing in the league and watching some of these guys and now their sons are playing. It's like, wow, I'm getting younger uh, by the minute. And uh, just seeing these guys now they're in the league that I played against their fathers and played with some of these guys. It's pretty awesome. But uh, I think the Chargers got a great guy in Samuels because you think about this is a first round talent type of guy who slipped everyone. Some of these some some analysts had him going top 15 picks yeah. and slide to the second. I think you got a guy that's hungry a guy to believe that he's been disrespected. I think you're going to have a, a very, very aggressive and very uh, hungry Samuels going out there and playing. He's going to play well. Yeah, I know, Lorenzo. And, I mean, yesterday we all got the news. I mean, I was there at practice, and Der number 33, Derwin James, has been cleared to return to practice and start working out with the team. Lorenzo, you should have seen it. Like, some of these guys were, like, high-fiving Derwin. Derwin was excited. Man, I'll tell you – I don't know. I've never, I've never personally had an eight pack. I don't know what that is, but uh, Derwin James had close to an eight pack as I've ever seen. The dude looked jacked. He looked huge. He looks like he's ready to go. And I mean, it's funny because somebody asked him yesterday when he spoke to the media, they asked him, Derwin, are you, are you looking to, because of the last two years of with injuries, are you looking to change your game at all? And he said, no. All I know is to play football and at what speed to play the game. I would cheat myself and cheat my team if I didn't play that hard every single snap. He's like, I'm coming out here and I'm playing football. He's like, I'm not the first guy that's gotten injured or had freak accidents. Everybody has them. He's like, I'm going to come out here and I'm going to ball. I'm going to do what I know. So I'm sure the Chargers are just excited. I think they're they're getting hyped to know that number 33 is back on the field for them and 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 hopefully he can bring that big impact he did his rookie year when he was a a two position all pro as a rookie yeah that would be very if Derwin james comes to be the player that we know that he's shown potential to be just happy this guy got the injury behind him hopefully the injury bugs behind him and he can go out there and stay healthy because he does bring that tenacity and that nastiness to that team so this would be a big find this would be a big deal if this chargers team can have him for the whole year and he's right you got to play the game like that you got to stay aggressive you got to be fearless and that's what it's about when you have a guy of that type of impact he comes there and you saw the way that everyone was cheering happy put him in an all body in a good mood why because they know that's the kind of guy who's going to help this ball club win when you see you watch how people cheer and they they're excited when they get a teammate a certain type of teammate back they don't just cheer and do that for everybody certain type of guy deserves a certain type of cheering and when you got a guy like that, what you're talking about, how people are so excited, you know, because he's going to bring that extra what you need to the table. Is it hard, Lorenzo, when coming back from an injury to not think about? I mean, especially with Derwin, who's uh, suffered two injuries uh, two years in a row, two training camps in a row. Is it hard to come back and, and not think about the injury and just go out there and play free? Yeah, Derwin James, when you think about a guy like that, I mean, I understand injury. You're talking about, hey, Lorenzo, how is it when you get injured? How is it coming back? I remember being leading the league in rushing my first year, my rookie year. I remember Scott Case, Atlanta Falcons, came down and broke my ankle, and I was frigging in pain. And I remember training all the rehab, trying to get back. And I remember that first year back, yeah, I was good, but I don't think I was as good as I was. You know, it think, it's going to take Derwin James that year. You know, the end of the year, he'll start playing better. Midseason, he'll start playing better. And it's just because of the fact that you are 
you know, coming off an injury, you're still trying to get your sea legs underneath you. You're still trying to make sure you're going to be able to cut and do those things at the speed that you're used to doing it. So I think the longer you're away from the injury, the better you start to play. The first year back, I mean, I played well, but I think later on in the year, you start to even play better. So I think that that's a part. And psychologically, I think he's saying all the right things, no question, but it's easier said than done because when you go out there, you know, you feel a little bit unstable. You don't feel like sometimes you're coming out of breaks and you're rounding in a little bit more. You watch tape and you watch and you say, boom, I used to be able to do that in one step. Now I'm taking two steps. I'm rounding it off a little bit. So those little things you'll start to see. And I think later on in the year, he'll start to get better and better and start to, you know, be able to feel, get his, get his legs and get himself back to a plan at hundred percent. Yeah, I know. And hopefully for the Chargers sake, I mean, their defense is going to need him, especially because uh, there's a lot of inexperience back there. So I'm sure that they, they missed his leadership. You can totally tell that. And yesterday he was calling out plays like if he was uh, <laughs> if he was uh, um, if he was a 10 year veteran. So they'll be happy to do that. But Lorenzo, real, I mean, I just wanted to jump to this. You mentioned your rookie year in New Orleans. Lorenzo, you're, you 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 must be a proud father. Your son, Low Junior, is headed to the place where you started your career. How exciting is that, Lorenzo, to have L Lorenzo Junior start with the New Orleans Saints? And uh, we know what a great uh, what a great organization that is. Oh yeah, I was meeting him the other day. We was jamming. I was like, "Hey, son, you like that?" I was like, "Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding?" Oh, so you know, we was getting it in, brother. We was making it happen the other day, brother. You like that swag, huh? Um, <laughs> I'm excited for him. You know, I'm excited for the big fella. You know, he has an opportunity to go play some ball and play at a place, you know, where I started my career. What a coincidence! And uh, it's so funny, Fernando, that you know he's in the locker room and they got Low Junior on his helmet, Low Junior, you know, on his on his locker, Low Junior on his jersey. And he's like dad i know who i am i'm tired of being low junior i'm like yeah so i think it's i think it's that moment that aha moment fernando where he's at a place that the organization has pictures of their of his father you know the people in the office is talking about how hard your you know your dad worked all those different things so it's pretty neat to have your son go to a place where you started and he's calling me saying dad everywhere i go i'm hearing your name and it's so so i you know I, it's it's great because also it's responsibility and it's pressure on him to understand, hey, look, you know what? There's a, there's, you know, you do have a name that you have to you have to come out and you have to play hard. And he understands that. So, hey, look, he knows he's a long shot. He understands he's about to play hard, you know, for the Saints and the organization to make a ball club. And he's about it. So I'm happy for him. I'm excited for his opportunity. But this is his life. This is his process. All I can do is say, hey, man, go take it. Go be go take it. Go be aggressive. But I always told him, I said, son, just know now what you're doing. It felt like heck to get here. I said, it's even harder to stay there. I said, because now you got to go take a man's job who wants to eat, who's got kids, that's got a family, that's have house notes. There's a lot of guys that are on these teams that are better than guys that if you're going to be there, you're going to have to take their job. So you're going to have to think about where, what level mentally you're going to have to be on because you're taking another man's job, taking another man's career. So I said, you, I said, it doesn't matter. I said, but opportunity is never lost. It's just giving them to someone else. Someone else. You have to seize this moment. He said, dad, I'm tired of all these pep talks. So I said, son, I usually charge for that. I gave that to you for free. <laughs> I love that. Lorenzo, right now, I mean, uh, I feel like, you, you know, sometimes I feel like OTAs is kind of the end of your driving test. And the reason why I say that is because I've known people, I mean, friends or family members or whatever, that as soon as they feel like the driving test is over, they're driving back, they're chilling and stuff. And, and uh, they think the driving test is over. 
and it's like no like you're still being tested until you turn off that car i feel like ota people think that oh otas is just the the little warm-up until um until you get to training camp and all that lorenzo right now in my opinion i feel like these guys are getting looked at even from right now until training camp because they want to decide if they want to keep you until then and then when you get to training camp that's when it all starts i don't know what uh what what your thoughts on that that's just the way i i view this no i think you're viewing that right fernando you look at uh, otas and people say oh man i gotta go to otas i gotta be at the workouts the mandatory workouts then i can't wait to july for we can leave and not come back so get through OTAs. Guys don't understand that OTAs, guys are watching those films. They're watching, see how your footwork, they're watching all those little things. You're absolutely right. A lot of guys take OTAs and they don't want to be there and they take it for granted. They don't understand. That's very, very integral. That's the time that you learn. I told my son, I said, you're there. I said, and he's like, well, I'm thinking I'm bringing my Xbox. I said, let me tell you something. Instead of putting that time in the Xbox, why don't you put that time in the playbook to know that defense in and out, to make sure that, you know, if someone's shoelaces break or they got to go get retaped, that because you know the defense and maybe you're not as good, but because you know it so well they'll call you you got to joe jump in and go be ready i said man don't get ready stay ready i said this is the opportunity otas to show these coaches that the kind of football iq that you have to, to project for they can catapult you into when season starts so he understands that but you're absolutely right fernando the otas this is an evaluation process that these young men should be eager and they should be willing to jump in there with both foot yeah, no, I, I totally agree, Lorenzo. And I mean, jumping into our last topic, I mean, I just wanted to talk a little bit about a guy who's been prepared since he stepped foot in Green Bay a couple of years ago, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it feels like every week there's something new that comes out about Aaron and about the Green Bay Packers and everything. Last night he was on uh, on Monday night, he was on ESPN and he said that he had no problems. He was on with Kenny Mayne and he's like, I had no, I have no problems with Jordan love. He said he actually liked him that they had a good relationship. Um, he thanked all of the players. He, he, he kind of went very thorough, but Lorenzo to me, what impacted me is the people that he did not mention. He did not mention anybody in management. Lorenzo, what, what's, what's your take on this? I mean, what do you think is going on? What do you feel like? I mean, he didn't show up to OTAs. There's a video uh, that was released that he's in uh, Hawaii. I think he was dancing with his, uh, with his wife and Miles Teller, the actor was there. I mean, Lorenzo, what, how can I make heads or, ta heads or tails of this? I, I don't think Aaron Rodgers will be a Packer. I look at it. I look at Green Bay and I look at that organization. I, until management's cleaned up, until management changes drastically, you might have lost or going to be one of the greatest quarterbacks that played the game. Aaron Rodgers, like you said, he wasn't mad at the choice that they made and bringing in love. He has no problem with the guy. He said, look, uh, this guy got drafted. This is what they needed. It's fine. But his problem is with the organization. So he's not everyone thinks he's mad at love. Why be mad at something? Love didn't tell him to draft him. Love didn't have anything to do with it. This is a young man that has an opportunity, you know, to go play football. The Packers decided to do that. Aaron Rodgers are looking at and saying, look, I can't do only so many things. Houdini, you know, you know, he, Houdini can only do so many tricks. And you know what? Even he has limitations. And that's what Aaron Rodgers said. I'm the MVP. I've done everything you guys asked me to do. But man, my God, when you have a first round or second round pick, go ahead and bring me another offensive receiver and bring me another offensive weapon that I can go out now. I'm going to be able to play even on a higher 
higher level. You have one great receiver there, and that's right, man, from Fresno State, Devontae Adams. You had an opportunity to go out and get many other receivers. You had a chance to make this team better, and you chose not to do it, but you said, hey, 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 Aaron Rodgers, go make this happen. Hey, Aaron Rodgers, go do what you do. Hey, diddle diddle, Aaron Rodgers all over the field doing it, making the magic. So Aaron Rodgers finally said enough is enough. So now you see this guy who's, who's made millions of dollars is in a situation that, you know what? My dad always told me, son, ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun. And you know what? Aaron Rodgers has the gun. And he's saying, look, I'm tired of you guys treating me like that. So I'm the rabbit now and I got the gun and I'm not going to dance by your music. Good for him. If this is the way he feels. Aaron Rodgers, he knows that he holds that key and that organization will go immediately downhill if Aaron Rodgers aren't under center. Lorenzo, let me ask you, I'm Devontae Adams. Why do I have, why I'm a free agent next year. Aaron Rodgers is gone. Why do I want to stay here? Why do I want to stay for an organization that he won't let my quarterback leave and all that? What What's keeping me in Green Bay? Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Devontae Adams, one of Fresno State's finest. I love this young man. I love this guy. He's a he's a baby. He's a dandy baby. This guy can open up the field. He can stretch it. I love Devontae Adams, what he brings to the table. And you know what? Let me tell you right now, so many teams are very, very excited. They're like, yes, Aaron Rodgers is not going. You know what? I know Devontae Adams wants to win a Super Bowl, and this guy can play, and he can play at a high level. He's going to have a bunch of suitors after him. So I don't think that Devontae Adams will be back on that team after this year. Aaron Rodgers is not going to be there what say you no i i definitely agree lorenzo i mean what's keeping him in there i mean jordan love yeah everything that i've heard out of green bay is that jordan love is not ready so why would i want to stay there if i'm Devonte adams and kind of like not waste my um <coughs> my um my prime but remain of your go, career yeah why yeah, would i waste would the remain of yeah here? yeah exactly yeah, i mean I think, the, yeah. the money's good but you can find money elsewhere with another team that that could definitely help you i mean Lorenzo, I don't know how, how good your Twitter game is, but there's been a lot of love between Keenan Allen and uh, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams tweeted out, if Key and I are on the same team, we're putting up 300, uh, 300 together, 300 yards a game together. And, and that has Charger fans also talking. They're like, whoa, can you imagine if Devontae Adams uh, was the Chargers um, was a Chargers receiver next year? So it's funny. Any guy that's out there, the Chargers are like, oh, Charger fans are like, oh, let's get him. Oh, let's get him. So I, I just hope that this gets resolved because Aaron Rodgers honestly deserves to um to have a team in an organization that is behind him 100%. And I mean, if the Packers aren't, dude, just let him go. I mean, it's going to be hard. I You've been spoiled the last 32 years. You've had 16 years of Brett Favre, 16 years of Aaron Rodgers. I don't know what you're what, and what'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you what? What'd you get out of that? Two Super Bowl wins or three? How many? Two. Two yeah. Super Bowls. Not enough. When you have that yeah. type of transitional quarterbacks, quarterbacks of those two guys' caliber, and you only get two Super Bowls, this goes to tell you the organization they missed in some of those things. And that's why Aaron Rodgers is so disappointed because the last several years, Aaron Rodgers is in a situation, if you had the right weapons around him, Aaron Rodgers would have won another Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers would be winning. They could have won more, but they chose elsewhere and said, hey, we want you to continue to, 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 to get us in the playoffs and take care of Hyda, put a Band-Aid on. You can't put a Band-Aid on a shotgun wound, and there's too many things that you're asking him to cover up. And I think Aaron Rodgers is to the point where he's like, I'm not going to cover this up anymore. Because you think about Aaron Rodgers, what he means to an organization. Look no further than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Do I mean to mean talk about a guy named who? Oh, Tom, who? Oh, Brady. Think about that. A team that only won eight games a year before. And then all of a sudden, Tom Brady walks into the scene and walks into the club, into that organization. And now they win a Super Bowl. You don't think Aaron Rodgers, he's got that type of swag, that type of 
clash, you know, Cajet, if he can walk into Tennessee, walk into, you know, Denver, and you know for sure they're instant teams that are going to be questionable, talking about maybe a Super Bowl favorite, but just by bringing Aaron Rodgers in. And the thing is that if you really look at it, Lorenzo, when is a free agent ever, a big-time free agent, ever signed with Green Bay? I, I can't. I honestly can't remember a big-time free agent signing with Green Bay. I mean, maybe – tight end no jermichael finley was there already yeah no i i can't remember a big time tight end or a big time player sign, wanting to sign with green bay i just remember i mean they go wherever tom brady goes they go to arizona they go to different places i just don't remember green bay ever making that big of a splash when it comes to free agency or trading for superstars you're right you're absolutely right, and that's the thing about it. When you have when you have a guy like Aaron Rodgers at the helm, Aaron Rodgers can attract superstars, and they come there not because it's Green Bay. They come there because they know they have a chance to go win with an Aaron Rodgers. So that's why guys are going to come, superstars, and other guys are going to come because of the draw of Aaron Rodgers. Now you take Aaron Rodgers out of the equation, and you don't have necessarily a chance to win a Super Bowl. Wisconsin, I know it's a great place, and I can get some great broths. I know you get a lot of cheese. But I'm gonna tell you right now, everyone's not a cheesehead, and they don't want to live in Wisconsin. So I tell you, it's very, very hard to attract superstars. And if Aaron Rodgers go, I'm telling you right now, you lost a big bargaining chip, and Green Bay Packers now are going to be in a tough situation if they let Aaron Rodgers walk out that door. Not many organizations can rebound and have Brett Favre and then go Aaron Rodgers. It's tough. I think the Packers are thinking they may be able to do that with Jordan Love, but hey, the way it sounds, it sounds like Jordan Love is is still going to be there for a while. But I I I, I kind of when when I think of Wisconsin now, I think of it the way T Pain says it, Wisconsin. So I I, I get a I get a kick Wisconsin. out of that. Wisconsin. Yeah. So definitely that's going to be something to mon- to monitor. But Lorenzo, I know you're a busy man. I know you got a lot of things going on. So I, I'm not going to keep you uh, too much longer. I I, I it's. It's always fun when you and I get together, Lorenzo, honestly. We're, we just have so much fun talking football, hanging out, and, and having a good time. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. And we, I love it, and I'm glad we had a chance to catch up. We haven't caught up in a while. I'm glad we had it. And I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to keep this thing rolling. We're going to get better. It's getting closer to football season. I'm going to come out there, maybe celebrate a little, get, get a little crazy with you for your birthday, and we're going to make some things happen. And then, you know, it's right around the corner, training camp. So you and I, we're going to be out there and be able to, you know, do some live podcasting and stuff there and get the Charger fans fired up and, you know, and, and be around there. For let the Chargers fans know what's going on behind the scene. Pull the curtain back, baby, and let it happen. I'm excited to be your partner. I'm excited to be your partner in crime. I'm excited to be hanging out with you. Hey, you're the man, Fernando. You're the man. I appreciate it, Lorenzo. Everybody have a great rest of your day and, and uh, tune in cause soon because we're going to have some more stuff, some more surprises like Lorenzo said. Uh, we have a lot of great content coming up for you guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.